Hey yo, welcome back to another episode of my open diary. As mentioned last time, um, this is finally the uh, second part of the conversation that I had with Joel um, about femininity. Uh, I hope y'all enjoyed the first part. Um, the second part is a little shorter. Um, so yeah, enjoy. So I feel like that was that about like hair and stuff, but I want to get into body image as a woman. <laughs> and I feel like this is a heavy subject regardless of where you're from because I've never met a woman who hasn't experienced things about like body image and stuff. So what is your experience on this? What are we talking? What do you feel like? Have you ever felt okay? I know the answer is probably gonna be yes, but expectations based on your body image, and where you feel that like that sourced from. I feel like I've had expectations for my body image, mm. but that's it's not really expectations. Like what you see is what you what get. What you're supposed to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. I don't know, I think one thing is I feel like growing up there was always this image of like, you know, the hourglass shape or like just beauty standards in general. It was either you were skinny, like a model, which I had, I had a face of, mm-hmm. and then either you're, you know, slim thick with the cute ass, mm-hmm. which I had a thing thick with the cute ass. So, like, I don't know, it was always, like, beauty standards were kind of changing, yeah. and, um, trying to, I mean, trying to stand in where you're at, because mm. obviously, you know, you're not really, for me, is I wasn't really trying to look at other people, because mm. my body type wasn't their body type, but also their body type was what was desired by people. Mm. I mean, it all comes with this... Desirability? Yeah, exactly. Mm. It all comes to that um, at a point in time. But, um, yeah, it was basically that. Um, How about you? I feel like... I feel like with beauty standards... Um, first of all, do you remember the time where, like, having a big ass was not a thing? Yeah. <laughs> that was like, when mine That's when my... <laughs> it was not a thing. And now, all of a sudden, it's such a thing. Anyways, I'm sorry. I just... I had to bring that up because I was like, wait, there was a moment where I remember it growing in and me being like thing like what am i supposed to yo nah it's too Go much back in. i swear people don't have that much you're not supposed to be poking out like that nah. but yeah so like now i feel like the beauty standard at the moment what do you feel like the beauty standard at the moment is i mean it depends for me i've kind of switched my whole insta to be Mm. black woman you know mm-hmm. so i'm getting the black woman so i don't know for me yeah. it's just i mean what i follow it's more of an yeah. athletic body mm. and um you know women that go to the gym not that don't necessarily have abs or anything like that but they're just fit yeah so that's what, what about I mean. like outside in society in general 
But do you feel like there's a specific beauty standard nowadays, or do you feel like it's kind of diversified? I feel like, oh, I feel like nowadays it's kind of diversified because mm. obviously, even in runways, you see every single type of body shape. Because mm-hmm. I think people are trying to be more inclusive into um, what they put out there. Mm. But obviously, back in the days, you were only seeing one type of body types. Now it's different. You can see everything. You can For sure. see it all. But I mean, can we say Kim Kardashian? yeah my issue with her actually it's not with her it's with um society in general Mm -hmm. is the love for black women's curves but not black women yeah but this just comes back to what we said at one point is Mm. you are um it's you're sexualized but you're not desired Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's the word right Mm -hmm. there (laughs) yeah so i feel like Body image wise, I'm the same as you right now. At the moment, I have like my whole feed is black, mm-hmm. um, and that's something that only arrived recently, where like your feed yeah. became tailored to what yeah. you like and what you look at and stuff. Um, but then you go outside, and I don't feel like it's the same. What and, do you feel like it's outside? Um, I feel like outside. It depends on the country you're in, obviously. Mm-hmm. I feel like here, it's either the typically Swiss body type, obviously, yeah. or um, slip thick. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's kind of you either enter into those categories or you're just kind of like on the side. Yeah, somehow. on the side. Yeah, that's facts. That's facts. And this is the thing that I, I've realized with man, society loves boxes. We love people who fit in these pretty little boxes that we've created. And if you don't fit into these boxes, you're you're a problem to society. You're making everyone uncomfortable. And so if you're not the stereotype, then like they don't know what to do with you type thing. See, I had a thing about that. I feel like there's there's always one person that's going to be attracted to your body type. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm, I'm not always like oh um if you're not in the boxes then you're a problem because mm. i feel like you know there's one person for everyone yeah but i'm talking about like society in general like the whole oh, okay. the huge part of it okay. obviously on a personal level it's not that it's yeah, not, it's that, not, that, deep. It's not yeah. that deep <laughs> but um yeah i just wanted to touch on that and also like bring back up the fact that how you said that like women are meant to make themselves smaller how did you transition from the mentality of like making yourself smaller first of all when did you realize that that was what you were doing and like have that res- uh that retrospect on yourself of being like oh okay this is where that's coming from and have you have you shaken it completely or like i think it's been recently mm-hmm. i think maybe a couple of months or a year ago mm-hmm. that i kind of realized that i was shrinking myself to fit into people's ideas mm-hmm. and stuff like that and I'm trying to shake it up a bit, you know, trying to express myself fully and just do me. But that's still a work in progress, I'm not gonna lie. I think it comes with like just being out in the world. Mm. I feel like I've. I'm. Okay, first of all, I'm more of an introvert than you are. our opinion is like our point of view is not the same um (laughs) because loudness wise i'm not a loud person i'm really not i'm a pretty quiet person and 
So I've never really experienced that like overwhelmingness when like voice wise. My feeling of being overwhelming was always energy wise and body wise. And I feel like that's another thing is like especially in regards to because obviously the older you get the more people keep talking about the male gaze and stuff when in regards to femininity and um it's the emasculating thing that the 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 book was talking about of like feeling like you just being you the woman that you are is somehow emasculating a man and this was mostly when i was not surrounded by people the more I'm surrounded by black men, the less I feel that way. Because I feel like my view has changed in, a, in like in a couple of years, just because I feel more comfortable with the people I'm around. For and that sure. also comes with the fact that people around me have are mostly black people, exactly. people of color. Definitely, and I feel like since we all exude that type of energy, yeah. it balances things mm-hmm. out again. That's facts. Because in gymnasium, like in high school and grade school and whatever, this is not how that, I felt. Yeah. I was too much. Just mm-hmm. being me. And me, I'm an introvert. So like, I'm not even that much energy, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and like, so that's definitely switched up. And I'm glad it has. Because it, it proves to me that like, your view is only based on your environment. Mm-hmm. Change environments. If you feel uncomfortable, change environments and see how you feel. Because mm-hmm. it might not be you, it might just be the people around you. But do you also feel that it's also because you step more into your blackness? Ooh. See, this is the thing to talk about Ooh. Huh. I'm trying to think if I step more into my blackness or not in the first place. Because you made a switch from having a, I mean, it was also made, no, it wasn't actually really made for you, no, but you made a switch from being in a predominantly white environment, environment to now your close circle is mostly black, black people. Um, here's the thing. And, but that also doesn't mean that you're stepping into your blackness, but you know you. Yeah, 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 for sure. Here's the thing. I feel like when I was surrounded by people who didn't look like me, mm-hmm. not that there's an issue in the thing is, I never felt in my place. I never felt like I belonged. And so I always knew that, like, as much as I grew up in a Caucasian place, I did go to a school that was um, very, like, there was a lot of immigrant children who just weren't from Africa. It was, like, a lot of, okay, if they were, it was, like, North Africa or something. But there was just a lot of mixes. There were a lot of, like, mixed-race kids as well. Well, not a lot, but there were some mixed-race kids as well. So, like... I realized that like I had some more somewhat of more of an affinity with people who just weren't Swiss, like just weren't from here, um, were from some other country. And I think the only reason why in that situation I wasn't surrounded by black people was because there just weren't any. <laughs> they just didn't exist. <laughs> so I still I remember feeling that craving for having people around me who looked like me. Mm-hmm. They just they just weren't there. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel like getting to uni it was an intentional I need to have black people around me. It was more like there's people. You yeah, you attract them. what you exude, yeah, right? Exactly. And I knew that that was the energy that I wanted around me. Mm-hmm. As much as I didn't care on a basic level who I encountered. It wasn't like, oh, you're not black, I'm not gonna talk to you. That's not what it was. But I knew that I needed people around me who had an experience that was similar to mine Mm -hmm. because I think it came from a a place of wanting to heal as well. Mm -hmm. From like everything you accumulate growing up alone in 
that space you know so i'm trying to think if that translates to me stepping into my blackness okay obviously not based on that i feel like being around being surrounded by people who look like me helped me stand firm in the ground that like things that happened to me things i experienced they weren't okay one yeah and it's okay for me to say they weren't okay that's fine second of all they hurt and it's okay for me to say that they hurt and third it wasn't just me i wasn't alone and i wasn't crazy and to have people around you who can acknowledge what you experienced and um kind of reaffirm what you experienced was extremely helpful now when it comes to my blackness <laughs> i feel like i'm the type of person who is a very effort type of person mm-hmm. if you're gonna come at me for something about me i'm gonna stand in that and like prove you wrong yeah. you know and in that like i'm not generally like on a one-on-one level i'm not very confrontational on a general level you can go yeah i can be pretty confrontational <laughs> even on a one-on-one you can people can prove it <laughs> oh lord <laughs> um so i i don't like i'm not the type of person to sit down and just take things mm-hmm. and i feel like that came with me getting older obviously um and that's just i feel like that's a trait of my personality uh and has nothing to do with the color of my skin yeah now because of the color of my skin and because of the adversity that i get from it i feel like it being something that provokes other people made me stand in it more because the more you're going to stand there and tell me there's something wrong with me the more i'm going to stand here and be like i'm going to shove this in your face because this is who i am and you better accept it because it's just reality and not in the fact that like i try and like create problems i'm not a problem creator however if you start the fight honey if it comes to me if it comes to me i'm not going to sit there i'm going to throw hands <laughs> i'm not aggressive okay please <laughs> I am for peace. <laughs> I'm pushing peace. <laughs> um so I feel like that's what pushed me into kind of walking around being proud of my blackness, mm-hmm. being proud of the color of my skin, being proud of um everything I have and that includes my hair as well. Uh, that's why I'm so expressive with it, with it is because it allows me to express my blackness in a way that other people can't necessarily um and it became my personality like that that expressive side of me and I feel like because I don't because I'm a little more of an introvert me being able to express myself whether it be through through my hair or the way I dress or the way I move in the world was really important to me and it still is and So yeah, I feel like that's what that's what made me walk in my blackness most. Um and the only thing with that is I feel like the only aspect where I don't feel like I walk as confident as proud is as a woman. Because since I lived my whole life as a tomboy mm-hmm. and to this day I wear streetwear almost all the time. I only started wearing dresses like last year because I was so against it. <laughs> so incredibly against it. Um 
it made it to where I never felt like a woman mm-hmm. or a lady. If anyone called me a lady, I was like, ew. <laughs> That's, what is that? That's yeah. so not me. Yeah. And it's because to me, I had to be some type of damsel in distress who loved nails and makeup and dressing up and being pretty. And I just, I had never looked at myself and described myself as pretty or cute or any of those things. I was more described as like powerful, assertive, yeah, firm in what I believe in and like, you know, like it's... Yeah, I get it. Yeah. So because of that, even just getting used to, to like defining myself as a woman mm-hmm. was hard because it just it didn't it didn't collide with like it didn't go with the definition that i had mm-hmm. um which is when i learned that i had to like make a whole new definition, definition because that fits, you that fits me yeah. exactly and i started realizing it's wild because i feel like we are we're all women right and we're all different every single one of us and yet we expect to all fit in this definition as if this definition was something that presided over us when in reality it's this definition that should be like changed and switched up to fit us Mm -hmm. right so this is other question that someone asked me when i was talking about this with them he sat there and he asked me okay so you define femininity as because like when i someone asked me the definition of femininity what i could think of was like to me it does mean that like nurture side mm-hmm. it does mean some kind of kindness and love that i exude um and like that willingness to care for someone right but also like i, I could only think of it in like a family aspect and stuff like that so he sat there and he asked me okay what does femininity mean to you if you remove the male gaze if you remove men entirely mm-hmm. i was like wait a minute <laughs> i was like wait a minute my whole life women has have been defined in regards to men yeah can you attract them can you take care of them can you raise them sis say it louder the entire time and so he asked me that and i was like shook and to this day i'm still stumped yeah. i'm like Huh. Think about it, like, <laughs> because then we switched it around and I was like, okay, masculinity, how do I define that? There you can put success. There you can put like having money. There you can put having power. Mm-hmm. Oh, but in yeah, that's fine. femininity, you can't do that. Yeah. In men, like it's based on like where like where you're getting your great, like how 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 you're advancing in life. This has nothing to do with being a father or being a husband. Mm-hmm. But femininity is also something that like it comes from gender roles mm. and the like a female role is just typically the the one you stay home you know you, you're cooking for your husband you're mm. taking care of the kids everything like that it's yeah. not about it's not defined by like yeah. you know you got your master degrees or <laughs> anything like that Facts. You know? and i think as much as it's advancing right now because it is the whole feminism movement at the moment there are still traits of that that are still there Mm-hmm. Like, as much as we're in the middle of change, there's still so much that's still a fact. 
so i would ask you this question first of all what is your definition of femininity your 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 definition of femininity in general femininity is just having feminine feminine traits what does that mean so that would be um i think um you know you said being nurturing mm. uh, being presentable being um, loving caring yeah, that, that's basically it. You know, just the typical things you associate with being uh, female. Mm. Well, that the society has associated with being female. Mm. I would say that's femininity. It's just basically having those character characteristics mm. with you. Um, okay, what about without the male gaze then? And without everyone else? Just a woman on her own? Just on your own? becomes complicated, right? You can't answer that question. Yeah. It's so hard to answer. I was like, hell. I have to think about it then. Yeah, I'm like, damn, if you remove other people, are you even a woman? Like, <laughs> they all could be a man. <laughs> I swear. It was, yeah, it was it was a hard question. I, I heard that and I was like, me, the independent woman that I am, mm-hmm. <laughs> the fact that you say that and that stumps me, bothers me because I want to get to a point where I can be like I feel feminine in the fact that I've got my studies I feel feminine in the fact that like see, but that's I've not gotten it. my own money see? but no but that's not it you see you're gonna get at the point where you're gonna get your masters mm-hmm. and then you're gonna finish your um, specialization and everything mm-hmm. like that what does it do? it removes from you femininity mm-hmm. because people are Intimated, intimidated. intimidated by the fact that you're basically you're successful and that's you know it's a problem because women are supposed to be quiet in the corner and do nothing mm-hmm. yeah um i just i pray that someday we get to that definition where i can look my kids in the eye and be like this what it means to be a, like a woman what it means to be or look my girl in the eye and be like what it means to be a woman is like that you are able to take care of your family yeah not just it's, at home but that you are able to go get that bread <laughs> get your bag, get your bag. and and take care of things mm-hmm. and that you've got you're smart and you're assertive mm-hmm. and you can you know give your opinion and you are um confident in it mm-hmm. and i feel like that's the definition that i want to keep for myself of like what a woman is yeah. is those aspects as well you know i think one thing that my mom kind of really pushed on me was education mm. and just you know um reaching for the stars and mm. stuff like that so i think that's one thing i want to transcend to my kids mm. basically it's the fact that you know what um just because you have a higher um, you at a higher level than mm. your male counterparts does not mean that you're uh, you've uh, because obviously being at a higher level than someone it kind of emasculates them mm. you know you just oh well damn my, my girl can't earn more than me mm-hmm. you get you get it yeah. and everything like that I think that that's really something I'm going to push on my kids was reach for being successful yeah. in everything that you do but mostly education also. And being proud of it and not yeah, hiding and it, not being able to express yourself, to not care about what other people yeah. um, speak your truth. Yeah, exactly. Speak your <laughs> yeah. truth, stand in your truth. Yeah. And just just take take space. Yeah. Hundred percent. That's the 
that is it takes and space you know one thing that i almost cried out i almost cried it was like when you said that you didn't feel um pretty enough it was mm. like and i want my kids to like be like yo on the shit yeah like i'm pretty and regardless yeah. of like the fact that you're a black woman or anything like that you just say you are pretty as, yeah and it you're not defined by your body you're not oh my no. gosh that's a fact and by like the amount of people that that slide in your dms yeah. or anything like that yeah no and that that doesn't define anything about your womanhood or your mm-hmm. mm-hmm. oh, the fact that you're attractive also I mean, that's a fact. Do that well. <laughs> <laughs> nah, for real, that's that's true. I feel like this is why, like, you have to create your own definitions. I feel like yeah. because the world will tell you that <laughs> that's not what the world will look at you and tell you. Um, see, I make it like every single time I see my little nephews and stuff mm. like that. I always be telling them, "Oh, you're pretty." Yeah, you're beautiful. <laughs> you're beautiful. I'm like. If like if no one is gonna tell you that, me, I'm gonna tell I'm you. I'm gonna tell you that because one thing my stepdad used to tell me is like you know like you have to tell yourself you're beautiful because you cannot let a man tell you you're beautiful and then mm. you know you kind of end up you're gonna like, hang on to their yeah, exactly. every word because exactly. he's the only one who's asserted you. And that's true. A lot of women feel afraid of that. Mm-hmm. Afraid of that. It's terrible. So I'm gonna tell you this from early on, so you're gonna get there. You're gonna be like, well, my aunt told me I was pretty. Yeah. You piece of shit. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> I'm supposed to stay here because what? You said I'm pretty. You know what? It's wild because that actually happens. Men will tell you you're beautiful and think that like now you they they yeah, somehow own they, you in mm-hmm. some way. Like you owe them something. I'm like, bro. I've heard it before. Like you're not the first. Come I on. know I'm beautiful. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah. And then it goes back to woman being assertive means she's prideful. And like if you're gonna say that, then oh you think you're all that, don't you? And a woman's not supposed to think it's just it's wild. But yeah, so I think that's one of the things that I will I will definitely catch on 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 this this journey is to kind of I think one of the the things that will help me is to envision myself talking to my daughter in the future. What would I tell her? that womanhood is what would i tell her that a woman is like what i want her to believe it is and it'll help me figure it out for myself two years down the line you should still talk about this and for sure the definition that's yeah that's something that i very plan because this episode it's very much like a very embryonic version of what i believe womanhood is because i i'm still i'm starting this journey now right so i have no idea so eventually i hope that it it evolves and um I am planning to have a sit down with some men. Come on, talk about the future of the podcast. And I am so excited uh-huh. <laughs> because I feel like I need to have that perspective. We we all need to hear that point of view as well. It's not only about mine. And a part of growing, regardless of womanhood or not, growing up adulthood is not only hearing your opinion but hearing other perspectives so it can grow you. Also. And an experience from a male gaze is one that I will not in have not ever had and i feel like it'll grow me also and help me learn so i'm excited about yes. that conversation and joelle is gonna be there too yes so don't worry and I'm she's gonna be here. back i'm always here no, <laughs> there's no way she's no not joke. back <laughs> but yeah i'm really excited about that but thank you so much yes. for coming for having, having this me. talk with me and for being the first guest yes. this has been a long time in the making it has it this really was like has. 2021 talks i swear 
and yeah i'm so glad we had this conversation glad and to finally got, be here we're able to sit down because mm-hmm. our busy schedule <laughs> we're not really busy <laughs> let's be honest we're just sleeping should we be busy okay yes we have but um yeah thank you guys for listening y'all if you got to this point man you're, you're a real, real one, one. you're a real one <laughs> but yeah i really hope that you were able to get something from it or like learn from it or relate to it um and yeah i'm gonna catch y'all next week hopefully yes and that's about it i hope you have a good week uh good day evening whatever it may be and i'm gonna catch y'all next time bye bye peace out